This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So... I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. The Living Word. It truly is living. And I've been sharing a lot with you about how I meditate on the Word every single day how I read the daily readings, and when I read the readings, it comes to me in an email from the usccb.org website. And often they have additional readings for certain memorial days or um, saint of the day or certain feast days. And today was no different. There were actually two additional readings that I could read, but I chose to speak about the one that spoke so loudly to me, which was the memorial of St. John Fisher and St. Thomas More. This ties into my weekly email. So I send out a video to the followers. They're called truth seekers. Those people who are truly seeking the truth, not just in God, God's word, but also in the world. So my <laughs> my video on Monday, which people get uh, at 5 a.m. in the morning central time, was all about family and those around us that are in our lives who are not on the faith walk where we are at least, and how sometimes that can be challenging, if not frustrating, and somewhat divisive when you're trying to share your beliefs and the other person just doesn't have the same views. Then I read the readings today. So let me give you a little a little taste of what I was reading. So it's 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 through 19. Beloved, do not be surprised that a trial by fire is occurring among you, as if something strange were happening to you. But rejoice to the extent that you share in the sufferings of Christ, so that when his glory is revealed, you may also rejoice exultantly. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, blessed are you, for the spirit of glory and God rests upon you. But let no one among you be made to suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, 
or as an intriguer. But whoever is made to suffer as a Christian should not be ashamed, but glorify God because of the name. For it is time for the judgment to begin within the household of God. If it begins with us, how will it end for those who fail to obey the gospel of God? And if the righteous one is barely saved, where will the godless and the sinner appear? As a result, those who suffer in accord with God's will hand their souls over to a faithful creator as they do good. Wow, then the responsorial psalm, those who sow tears, those, sorry, (laughs) those who sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. The Alleluia, blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And then Matthew 10, verse 34 through 39, the gospel today, Jesus said to the twelve, Do not think that I have come to bring peace upon the earth. I have come not to bring peace, but the sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and one's enemies will be those of his household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow me, follow after me, is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Times right now are tough. You can see it everywhere. And there is division, which I think is from Jesus. I've been saying a lot that Diablo means to divide and Satan wants to divide, but Satan wants to divide in a angry, resentful, attacking way. Jesus wants to divide by what we choose to do with our lives, how we choose to share his love with others or not. Do we hide from the persecution? Do we hide from those hard discussions with our spouse, our family, our friends who are really not seeing the light right now? Or do we speak about love, heaven, their souls, the fact that how we live our lives here and what we believe matter? It matters to eternity and where we spend it. Are we choosing the right things in our own lives? Or do we have a double-sided mouth, right? We talk out of one side and yet we do something completely different. Yes, I believe in God. Yes, I believe in the commandments. Yes, I believe in the Catholic Church. But I don't go to church. I don't live how God wants me to live. I'm not a witness of the love of Jesus. I think there's a lot of things that we need to be thinking about. And these readings are saying the times of judgment are here. We have to make a decision. We have to stand firm in our beliefs. And we have to be smart enough and wise enough 
loving and understanding enough to accept the goodness in our own lives and turn away from sin, but also to love the others to Jesus. Loving them while we're maybe not so fond of the way that they're living or the choices that they're making, you know, could, it could easily cause us division in a devil Satan like way. We are not the judge, the jury and the executioner. That's God. We just need to love them. Uh, know our faith so that we can explain it and also stand firm in our faith so that we can maybe defend it in a loving, charitable way, but also live it. I'm telling you, actions speak a heck of a lot louder than words. And when your family, like my family, has seen God's transformation, and yes, in some cases, we are not able to do these changes or to make these changes in our lives. As a matter of fact, I should say in all cases, but in most cases, the tough changes in our lives, those have to come from God. I made small changes and I really do think it was through his grace, right? But I, but they were small. But when I look at the big changes in my life, those are only going to happen with God. So we have got to commit to prayer. We've got to commit to fasting. And we've got to commit to changing our lives so that the people around us can look at us and say, wow, I want me some of that. How did she manage her potty mouth? How did she manage to love me through that whole dispute or that discussion instead of getting in an angry yelling match and a rage? How does she manage to be hopeful and trusting in God's plan in the middle of these crises? How is she able to have this trust and faith in God when things ain't going all that great for her? How is she able to be so joyful in these trials and these times it looks like the world is crumbling around us. And it is. It is coming. It's a time of trial and tribulation. And the readings, the living word, say it's okay. I mean, it is not easy to live on this planet, but we have got to die to ourselves and be servant leaders love everyone around us and lead them to God through our actions and through our love for them and just trust that God will bring them to him. Consecrate them to Mary, consecrate them to St. Joseph, consecrate them to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, consecrate them to the Holy Family and trust that your faith and the way that you live will merit that conversion, those conversions. Please look up the St. Bridget prayer. If you haven't, pray those. Pray the rosary every day. Look up the promises that you will receive. You can pray also a devotion to Our Lady of Sorrows. There are beautiful promises there. If we continue to 
dedicate um, ourselves to attending the first Friday of every month and the first Saturday of every month for Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. I mean, there are so many things that we can do to help our family come to the faith and our friends and those who we're trying to save, right? It's not really us saving. Lord is saving them through us. But we have to be willing participants and we have to take action. Let's remember, God is now coming with a sword. He's splitting people. He's asking us. He's, he's really, are, do you love me? Do you love me? And if you do, you're going to do what I tell you. You're going to get out there and spout about the faith. You're not going to be this shy little flower and just say, oh, I'll just pray for them. It ain't enough, people. You've got to speak about the faith. You've got to speak about the transformation in your life. You've got to know the Bible. You've got to know what's happening. You have to take an extra step in your faith. You've got to pray more. You've got to call on the Holy Spirit more. You've got to call on your own transformation and become holier and more sanctified. You've got to spend more time in adoration. You've got to spend more time talking with God and offering yourself every moment, every day in full surrender and humility. Yeah, it's a, it's an active life. Faith isn't just belief. Faith is action. So let's act. Let's take those steps with God. Let's see around us that it's time. It is time. Do it with love. Do it with charity but commit to God in all ways, all ways. All right, everyone, now go be the light. <laughs> it's no finger wagging, no whacking people over the head with a Bible. Love them to Christ. Don't be afraid. Share your faith. Share your stories. Share your love. And ask the Lord to continue to transform you. All right, everyone, go be the light. Have a blessed and inspired day.